Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today, we made scotch eggs, which is a really great thing to make after Easter because most people have a lot of hard-boiled eggs left. So if you kind of plan on doing it, you can, you know, boil your eggs, color them, and then you can make up a dozen or so scotch eggs and enjoy them. If you've never heard of scotch eggs, they're a pretty uh, neat little thing. They're kind of like, they're um, pub food. They're basically just a bomb of protein. (laughs) They're a protein bomb, yes, Yes, actually. like a protein shake, but round. Well, they're a deep fried protein bomb, so they're not really like a protein shake in that they are not nearly as healthy. However, they are delicious. Uh, I'm supposing that they originate in Scotland, and I've read that, although, of course, you know, people just say things like that on the Internet, and you have to kind of weed it out. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that they are a... um, deep-fried food. They can be served hot or cold, although cold to me seems kind of nasty. But hot is pretty good, or warm even. And I, I know they're served in various locations. Um, I've had them in Savannah. I've had them in western Pennsylvania. Um, I've heard in Europe you can generally find them at a pub, so it's kind of a an all-over-the-world sort of a thing. Uh, generally made the same way. Uh, we went with a combination of two recipes for our scotch eggs. So, uh, of course, first what you need is hard-boiled eggs, which is why I said they're a great thing to make after Easter, because after your family has died two or three dozen hard-boiled eggs and you need to have something to do with them and you're really tired of egg salad and deviled eggs and those sorts of things. Scotch eggs are the natural next thing in succession. So what you need, like we mentioned, was uh, hard-boiled eggs and we used medium this time. We boiled a dozen medium-sized eggs um, until they were hard-boiled and then you peel them and set them aside. Then you need pork sausage. Breakfast sausage that isn't all seasoned up is about the best thing to use. A nice, uh, we used a nice locally done pork sausage. It was uh, made by our local FFA at Mohawk High School. We used their sausage this time. It was a really good nice lean sausage. And um, salt, pepper, Worcestershire sauce, and flour for the egg part, and then you're going to coat them in one beaten egg and some dry breadcrumbs. So what you do is you uh, you add Worcestershire sauce, salt, pepper, and a little bit of flour to the pork sausage to prepare that to put on the eggs. You take your hard-boiled egg, you roll them in some flour, you pack um, pork sausage around. Does that sound off? You're going to take your pork sausage and attempt to push it around the egg, which is the hardest part of the process. Um, and you you put that around the egg, and then you put that you after you have your egg coated in sausage, you dip it in the egg, roll it in the breadcrumbs, and set it aside. Once you get all your eggs done, they get um, the coating really stiffens up nicely when they're sitting for while you're doing all of them. So once you get all of your eggs coated, we were able to get 11 out of 2 pounds of pork sausage, which was surprising. So we, we were able to get 11 done. So we had all 11 done, and then we, fry, we deep fried them. And what I did, I deep fried them for about 2 to 3 minutes until the outside was very nice, dark brown, crispy. Then I set them in the oven on a jelly roll pan, which had a cooling rack set inside of it. I set them on top of that cooling rack so and put them in a 350 oven, which allowed them to 
it kind of drains the oil somewhat out of it, and it bakes them a little bit more while they're in there. But that way, you can have them staying hot in the oven while you complete the frying of all of them. And then, uh, once they were all done, we serve them. Now, we all have discovered that one egg is enough, even though we tried and ate two, and two was way too much. <laughs> so one is enough, and it was that was our supper, and it was very filling. Mm-hmm. Um, we served them with a variety of dipping sauces. We used a uh, really nice peach habanero sauce that, that I have and some um, dark brown mustard and used those for toppings, and they, they're very, very good. Uh, they make a nice a nice meal for something like that. And like I said, they for bar food, they serve them hot or cold, although cold, ugh, I don't know about that. But um, they came out really well. I was pretty impressed with them. I'll be posting this recipe on my Mary Mac Bakehouse Facebook page if you're interested in uh, making them yourselves. From start to finish, it took us about... Um, not including the time to hard boil the eggs and peel them from start to finish. I would say we probably had maybe an hour and a half in it from the time we mixed, you know, mixing up the pork sausage ingredients and coating the eggs and everything. And if you add the boiling of the eggs, you could boil the eggs the day before that you want, if you wanted to do this on a Saturday, Saturday evening or something, you could have the eggs boiled before. I actually mixed the sausage meat up beforehand and had it in a container in the refrigerator so you can get everything kind of ready beforehand and then just just do it and it didn't take very long although i will say that it's kind of a two-person operation because it's a little bit easier if you have two people with you doing it so especially for the frying part. yeah especially for the frying and transferring to the oven because you need like eight hands to do that uh but it it went really smoothly so so something like you think, oh, that would be really complicated to make, or I don't know if I could make that. It's actually pretty simple. Pretty simple and tasty. Very tasty. Well, that wraps up our handy-dandy recipe tip for the day. What to do with hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> aside <laughs> like you, from devil's Aside eggs from the usual things that, that you do with hard-boiled eggs. Um, and I just wanted to mention, I know uh, some of you probably have noticed that I have a store also, Standing Chimney. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, we're, we're just Standing Chimney. Um, and we are a local store located in southern Lawrence County, uh, western Pennsylvania. We have about 70 different local artists and producers in addition to uh, a lot of really great products that we love that we've brought in from all around the country. We're about 90% local and we're 100% unique. So if you ever get the chance to stop in, stop in and check us out. Our website is standingchimney.com and it tells uh, when we're open and gives you a nice map of how to get there and those sorts of things. Uh, The next day we're going to be open is Thursday evening, April 21st from 6 to 9 p.m. We're doing a fundraiser, which we call Pie Day Night. And if you've guessed it, there's going to be pie there. Uh, What we do is we have uh, slices of pie available for donation, and this time our donations are going to be going to an organization called Mohawk Cares. It's run by the teachers in our local uh, Mohawk Area School District, and they do uh, all sorts of special things with this money. They help out families in the district that maybe had a house fire or a a tragedy in the family, and they just um, take the money that they collect through donations and use it to support families in our community. So if you're able to come, stop and see us for Pi Day night. 
And if you're not, stop and see us another time. We do have a lot of really neat things. We're located on a farm that was uh, built in the 1880s. And um, we have fabulous sheep. (laughs) Super friendly dog and kittens everywhere. And we have uh, some beautiful livestock, chickens, turkeys, and whatnot. So stop and see us. Check us out. And check out our Icelandic lambs. They're gorgeous. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. If you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.